Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. So, would you ready? Would you like to begin? Yes. Let me take a sip of this Bellini. <laughs> nice! Um, Bjork Brothers present The Blacklist Blacklist Yep Greatest episode of the season Really awesome Um So Levi As you may or may not know A Bellini Is simply put a Bellini uh, Peach puree Okay And uh, Prosecco Now If you are wondering if you can, if you don't have peach puree, if you're wondering if you can substitute diced peaches out of a little, like, snacky cup that you send with your kids to school. Yeah. If you're wondering if you could substitute that, uh, you can't. You can't? It doesn't mix very well. Oh, they, you actually have the cubes there. The yeah. Dairy. Do you have a blender? My roommate has a Vitamix, but I don't want to break it, because those are expensive. <laughs> I think that I think the Vitamix could have handled like the. Uh, I'm sure it could. I mean, but it looks that looks delicious though. Mm-hmm. And mm. basically, you'll have like at the bottom, you're gonna have um, have like prosecco soaked uh, cubes. Mm-hmm. Let's top you this can off. Leave those cubes. Leave those cubes and keep pouring the prosecco over it. Good call. Very nice. Um, and I'm keeping the. Uh, Prosecco on ice, thanks to an ice bucket. Got an ice bucket in your room, very sent, of course. Sent from listener Cassie. <clears throat> oh, thank you, Cassie. And um, classy Cassie. Mm-hmm. She also sent me some whiskey cubes because she, so she heard she heard from this very podcast that I wanted an ice bucket, and so she sent me one. That is re- very nice. She was That's like, really cool. she sent me a message on Twitter. She's like, what's your uh? Does Bjork Brothers have a P.O. box? And I said, no, but if you wanted to, like, to mail us something, I thought, like, like a letter or something. So I sent yeah. her, I gave her my home address, and what do you know? This this box comes in the mail with treats. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Um, before we begin, we have last week's, an email from last week's episode. Oh, okay. Remember how she sent us an email and I, we couldn't find it? We couldn't, yeah, we had troubles so i'm gonna read this we'll read this and then yeah i had i had to resend it i'll read this and then we'll get into this episode so this is for last week sounds good she says hey guys hope all is well so listen i had to watch this episode twice because it felt packed with a lot of information still not sure if i if i got um if i got it but anywho here are a few quick observations one i really wish lizzie had worn gloves when she patched up dembe i mean i love the guy too but that's no reason to not practice sanitary caution yeah that's fair two looks like that bribe to portofino really backfired lol i think that's the only time i've seen red read a situation totally wrong does that make him vulnerable to missing something big in the future you guys were saying that Lizzie should know to trust him because he always has a plan. Was that a minor slip-up, or that could that point to a future slip-up? A sign of things to come? I know he made it right in the end, but still. Hmm. Okay. Uh, three. The idea of collecting sets of the world's smartest in their field sounds cool. 
collecting them and hacking out their brains for post-apocalyptic survival, not so much. Not so much. Yeah, that is cool. It's like baseball cards, but yeah. like bigger and harder to collect. And harder to collect. Got it, got it, need it. Uh, cryogenics is actually pretty fascinating to me in theory. Um, and why did, the, why did the very smart mathematician hide under a bed? I guess she almost got away with it until her phone rang, so maybe it could have been a good hiding spot. Yeah. You know, here's the thing, though. Like, a lot of us think that we would be cool and collected in a situation mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. I don't know if I would. I like, have no idea what I would do. Like, I don't know how I'd react under that sort of pressure. Uh, four. Poor Rich Asher. Tom really tried to protect him from that, but the guy and his fiance wouldn't listen to reason when he tried to get them to flee. I felt bad for Tom that he had to kill him. I'm guessing you guys have already discussed the fight um, ringleader by now, but man, oh man, I laughed. There's a special place in hell for me, I know. That voice just threw me for a loop. Yeah, that wasn't... that. I did not expect that um, pretty voice. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It, it's just well cast because it's like this creepy guy. He was yeah. creepy. He was creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in another role, that the 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 his stature and voice would be disarming. Mm -hmm. But in that role, he's creepy because because you know that a guy like that, you know, if you're if you're a little guy with a high voice, mm -hmm. and you are thriving in a in a criminal organization, that you must be badass in a lot of other respects. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like he's not. Not just there as a charity case, I'm sure. No, I, no, I don't think so. I think you're right. <laughs> Five. Red is too smooth when he meets with Lisa, the failed chef. Oh, Red. Uh, six, <laughs> I forgot about that. Six. Tom would definitely take wrestler down, no question. He's a true fighter. Uh, that's all I got, guys. Still trying to figure out what Matt Red's master plan is. I know he wants to bring down the Cabal, but just think ahead about the steps he's taking to get there. Overall, this episode was a solid B-plus for me. Cassie M. Thank you, Cassie. Thank you, um, Cassie. Levi, she has a bit on this email for off-air, because um, he wanted to know what you what you were wondering what kind of work she did on the hill. Um, oh. So she sure. put a little blurb at the end. So if you want to review that. I'll review at that. At your I'll leisure. At my leisure. Okay. So, this episode... So thank you, Cassie. Um, people who want to send us emails, send it to bjorkbrothers at gmail.com. Yep. This is episode... Season 3, Episode 7, Zal Bin Hassan, number 31. And this 31. is the mid-season finale, right? Nope. I think there's one more, right? Oh, okay. Alright. Okay, sure. I've been know. wrong two weeks in a row, then. Yeah. Um. Can I, can I just get this out of the way? They kind of telegraphed that uh, Shaheen was Hassan, right? Yeah, well, they like, telegraphed... You, you knew that, right? You knew it right like, away, right? I didn't know it right away, but I thought that... I, I thought it was more of, like, a homeland situation where... Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, where, like, you know, they brainwash him into being a bad guy. Mm. Um, but it turns out he was a bad guy from the get-go. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of sad. So it's... In, it, 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 so... Yeah, but but I knew that his like her and her brother would, you know, obviously you you throw a flashback like that in there and you know yeah. something's going on. Yeah. Although I like, like I enjoyed it as a heavy Nabobi like, episode. I've I've seen Star Wars and I know that if a person's killed that another person, probably they are that person. Yeah. You know. Nine times out of ten, if somebody's did Red kill somebody, like that's why we all thought Red was Lizzie's dad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so flashback to 92, Tehran in Iran, um, little flashback thing. Yeah, so people come in and kill their parents. Yeah. We gather that they're government forces, government yeah. people, and her parents were some sort of dissidents, which is why, which explains then, provides some better backstory why um, Navabi as an Iranian would work for Mossad. Yeah, yeah. That becomes a lot more clear there. Yeah. Um, Red drinks some Bellinis. 
Yeah, so he's got something going on with the, this guy. Yeah, so what it is, is it's one of these things where... Have you ever played Dungeons & Dragons, Levi? Nope. Okay, well, it, this always happens where, like, you start off the game where you're like, this is our... We need to get this guy, whoever it is. We need to do something. And so, to do that, we need to talk to this other guy. And then that guy wants us to do a, a quest for him, so he'll help us get with that... We go out for on that quest, and while we're on that quest, we find this guy who will help us on that quest if we help him get this other thing. So then we end up going and trying to find that other thing. We end up getting a guy to help us with that. So it's one of these things where, like, you got to, like, so we try to find Zal bin Hassan so that Red can get this yeah, meeting. It's, a, it's all a means to that. Yeah. And the, the cool thing about all of this is, you know, for two seasons we watched... We were like, especially the first season, we we're like, what's his game? He's yeah. got something. He's doing something here. And now, because we have, because we rarely see things from Red's point of view, pure mm-hmm. Red's point of view, we see a lot of things from Lissy's point of view. So all of a sudden we have this glimpse into like behind the scenes how Red works and Red's like, and so Red promises this guy, oh yeah, I'll get, I'll get Zalbin Hassan. And he's like, you can do that? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. And Lizzie's like, how are we going to do it? And he's like, with a little help from our friends. So it's like, oh, so that is that like how half of the blacklisters come? Like, this is how Red's like, oh, yeah, I could totally do this for you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lizzie, I've got a new blacklister for you. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's what it all is. Um, um, yeah. The, so. So they uh, end up, um, it ends up being. Shaheen himself, woo! Surprise, surprise. Yeah, although we got to see. I mean, it was a nice feature for uh, Navabi. She got to. Yeah, it was a good feature for Navabi, and also, you know what? I would have also. She dated a guy named Levi. She did. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, handsome guy, and you knew right from the start there's something between. There's something. A lot of lingering eye contact. A lot of lingering eye contact. A lot of lingering eye contact, and he's just a little too handsome. Yep. Um, he is like a little too... Like another t- Levi we know. Like another Levi we know. I, now we yeah. know how Spoiler to get... Alert, guys, I'm not... You know what I would have done if I were there? You know when Levi got shot, and she took her jacket off to stop the blood? I would have fucking shot myself right then and there. <laughs> I'm bleeding too! I'm bleeding too! <laughs> you need to stop it! Somehow! If only there were another piece of clothing. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> shot myself. <laughs> Whoops. Shot myself. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, also so... what I say when I'm making out with her later. Whoops. Shot myself. Hey-o. Hey-o. Uh, so, yeah, we have that whole storyline, and you know that the... That, like, I knew there was something up with the hostages from the get-go before yeah. they planted the shoe bomb. They did that in one of those Batman movies, too. Yeah, that's a very common yeah. gambit. They should know better. Mm-hmm. By the way, I found out that my... Because I wore down the heel of one of my dress shoes, mm-hmm. found out that the heel in my dress shoes are hollow. You could have kept shit in there. Things in there. Like cyanide capsules or... Yeah. Or um, explosives. Explosives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. They yeah. don't make you wear that your shoes through the X-ray machine. Yeah, good thing I'm putting this on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait, somebody's at the door. <laughs> there are all. Hey, Levi, you've got Hello. some. You got some laser. You got some red lights on your face and chest. Yeah. <laughs> the center of your of your mass has lights on it. <laughs> My center of mass is lit up. <laughs> Why is that happening? <laughs> Who's your OIC? Your officer in charge. That was lame, that part. That was a dumb yeah. line. So, uh, it was kind of anticlimactic, though, with the list of agents, because it's like, oh, we got to get rid of it. I th-. And it's like, oh, you're burning. Okay, you okay, you burned That's it. Awesome. Okay, good. Crisis averted. Just and enough then, time to kiss so that one of you to... can get shot rather than Surely running Surely that away. list is elsewhere, because how are they paying them? Where's their payroll? Well, they probably have the list somewhere. somewhere. Okay. Maybe, like, back in Israel. On another pod copy? Yeah. Because if, if it's on a computer, you can hack that shit, unless you've got a 
Really yeah. good firewall. Mm. Oh, but that, that, even that, like, because you got payroll. You have to pay these guys. Just look at all the wire transfers out of Mossad money. Thing. I don't know how things yeah, work. Yeah, just when they go to deposit the check. Yep. And it's like signed Mossad and the memo says for spying. What if that for spying? What if this was the only, um, like, way, like, of identifying your Mossad agents? So, um, like, they need to, like, find out who the people are. So they're like, um, yeah, so... Hi, we're on all the news stations. <laughs> you know what you ads do? and papers you, you, do? You do. You go like on Facebook and be like, "I lost my phone." Hey, all the Mossad agents, DM me with your contact yeah. info. Yeah, that's what you do. Or you put on a classified ad for a tuba mouthpiece. Uh, the tuba mouthpiece is the perfect, mm -hmm. perfect approach. Um, or you go to Wing E, which I always thought until I never put that Chinese restaurant and Wing E together. When I th when they were like, let's have dinner at Wingies, I thought they meant like a wing place where you get yeah, chicken wingies. wings. Yeah, let's go to Wingies. W like I was like, that's kind of a weird thing that like that's why? their like place. It's, and it's like and it's got like a mascot of like a happy chicken with a baseball cap on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and like they go wingies and they play blower. trivia there. Yeah, and like their their yeah the, their mascot is Wingy the chicken. They yeah. Play trivia. Yeah, and you they, know. their trivia team is like a pun based trivia team name. Yeah, <laughs> they got they got they've got like uh, you know fifty cent wings on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And but but I never put that together because they're always eating Chinese food when they're at home too. So <laughs> when they're like, "We'll meet you at Wingies," I was like, "There's that place again. Are they gonna go to? The, are we finally gonna see this awesome buffalo gonna chicken see wings? This awesome wing restaurant? I wonder what kind of chicken wings Lizzie eats. Oh, they don't do boneless. <laughs> I, what kind of chicken wings do you think Lizzie eats? Oh, uh, I bet she, I bet she likes it really spicy. Yeah? Do you think she yeah. likes, like, yeah. Bet she likes them really spicy. She, like, but maybe an interesting spicy, so like a mango habanero or some shit. <clears throat> I wonder if Tom and Lizzie, like, they really loved wings, but when Tom was pretending to be weenus, like, he would be like, oh, that's oh, too gonna, hot for me, I I'm need gonna some get this, medium. I'm gonna get this sweet barbecue. <laughs> And then when she's not there, he, like, sneaks some atomic wings because he's Tom Keen and he's a badass. Yeah. <laughs> too mild mannered. Tom Keen. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, okay, so let's let's cut to the uh, the greatest part of the uh, show where we had the Tom and wrestler fight. We almost and, had an answer to that question. And But Cooper started playing dad. You, back. Leave it. Like what Leave you it. say to a like, dog. It's like when I was talking, like I'm talking to my dog. Leave it. Yeah, that's exactly what when it was. My dog, when my dog feels like flexing in front of another dog, I'm yeah. like, Leave it. Leave it. And then fucking wrestler's like, fine, I'm going to kick this lawn gnome, though. That was the, I I started cracking up at that part. Like, I laughed so hard when he kicked Cooper's lawn gnome. There were some they, funny things. They did things. a close-up on the lawn gnome. I'm like, no, he won't. No, he's not. <laughs> Crash. <laughs> like, exploded. <laughs> there were some funny bits in this in this episode, like um, when when uh, Cooper's like answers the door and it's Tom and he's telling his like wife he's like yeah I'll get you a cup of coffee and Tom's like I'll take a cup yeah when he, when he does like the angry husband thing yeah I'll get you a cup <laughs> <laughs> it's like um that, that that scene that whole that whole um that whole sequence had um had Pulp Fiction written all over it yeah. Yeah, it did. Like, like wife is play, like wife is playing the role of, um, of Quentin Tarantino, my, you know, uh, you know, suburban Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Although she stepped up, she she got the epipen. Mm -hmm. They'd be out of luck if it weren't for her. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um. So we never found, but they're both holding their own for a while. So it wasn't like a quick thing. But they're both. I wanted to see what would happen. I still think Tom would win, but. Um. But wrestler acquitted wrestler himself. Wrestler has heart. Yeah, he has heart, and he has love. Yeah, he has the heart uh, and love. Speaking of speaking of love, yes. Um, I tweeted at um, Amir, whatever his name is, Aram, the guy who plays Aram, and I said, "Hey, man, I just saw the episode. I am so so sorry. Like, don't worry, you'll get her, the dude." Um, and he favorited it. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I felt really bad for but, like. But what's funny was, and then I looked at his, he tw- he actually made a joke tweet about it before I tweeted at him. Um, he tweeted on midnight, like, the day of the episode. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he said something about, like, I'm getting, like, I didn't watch the episode tonight, but, like, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting, like, notes from Twitter that, like, I wouldn't have, I'm, like, it's a good thing I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Oh. Yeah, um. So I I have a feel I don't think this is going to turn into a thing. I think no. it's going to be one of those awkward one-offs because yeah, it's a wrestlers in love with Lizzie and Navabi that was ju- that was just sorrow sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll probably do it again in the office. Yeah, probably like Why yeah. didn't they do it in the office there? Like right. it's wrestlers always weird said, like wrestlers got such a stick up his butt like It's so weird though cuz they're like they looked at each other meaningfully and then cut to them coming home. So that means they're like looking at each other meaningfully. Then like, all right. So I live like twenty minutes away. Here's my address. No, they no they can they their eyes remained locked as they walked down the hallway. And wrestler called the cab. And then they got in the cab, cab and, and they just stared at each, at each other meaningfully. <laughs> and it waited until they were right outside of his door. Yep. Their eyes locked. Cause like if they would have started making, I was thinking about the, I was trying to figure out the logistics here. Cause like. If they would have started making out at work, then his tie would already be loose. But it wasn't. Unless they weren't, like, making out hardcore, like, you know. Yeah, but it's a big step from making out just, like, kissy, just a little kiss to being like, let's go. Yeah, but sometimes you know. Yeah, okay. Right? Like, maybe they drove separately. She's like, I gotta have my car for tomorrow. Yeah. He's like, okay, hey, meet you at my place, and then we'll have then we'll have spontaneous sex. <laughs> but it's gotta be spontaneous. Hey, can you let me clean up first? <laughs> Give me <laughs> clean, clean the plates up. I gotta tidy up. I, sorry, didn't do the dishes for a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. I think it's gonna be one off. But if it isn't, I just feel bad for Rom. And maybe that's what turns Aram into the evil genius supervillain for the next five seasons. What if that happens? Oh, also awesome about Aram that, like, he has, he's, like, resentful of sweater vest guy. Yeah. <laughs> Never had I the love, time of day for me. I love how, um, in the credits at the end, that character, his name is Sweater Vest. Nice. Yeah. Hey, you see Sweater Vest over there? <laughs> Yeah, that was that was great. Um, sorry, I mean, you probably see I'm I'm carrying the computer and walking. Nice two at once things. Yeah, two things at once. Um, um, so other question here. You had um, we had the return of Oxygen Mask guy. Yes, uh, the torturer. Yes. I love that guy. He really likes torturing. And we should have see if Tom and would have told. Uh, if Tom would have told Tom should have told uh, Red that he had Karakurt because then they would have had he, he could have had used Oxygen Man to to uh, to get yeah, that but it, sounds like, it sounds like um, it sounds like Tom Keen got yeah it was yeah what he did was he's like well, I'll give I'll tell the Russians you framed him and give it to them and what will they do sometimes is a it's a better motivator than a you know, than a blowtorch I guess um, I don't know. I'm just talking. I don't know. Um, I read in a book one time, and could it have been a Reacher novel or not, where he said something like, for some people, like uptight folks, but it wasn't, in, That's not. this isn't the case with character, but for some people, the threat of torture is worse than torture. Yeah. Like the threat of pain, just like start yeah, taking, yeah. rolling up your sleeves, take your tie off, and like get some tools ready or whatever, and then they're like, oh shit, I better show out of pliers. Yeah. Um, so were you surprised that Tom Keen, like I expected, like, okay, so when Wrestler stormed out, was heading to the car and Tom came, I thought what was going to happen is Tom was going to say, just blurt out, we have Karakurt. And then Wrestler would be like, oh, I'm on board. Okay. Why wouldn't you do that? Like, that's what, that's what I would do. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so, okay, so, 
just to change gears, speaking of, you know, Russian hostage in, in Cooper's garage. Yeah. Um, so Matthias has an extraction team headed that way. So that's the exciting thing that's happening next week. What? Yeah. They're doing that conversation at the very end. We find out that the director knows that Karakurt's at Cooper's house. And Matthias says, and, and the director's like, so what are you going to do about it? And he, has, he says, I have a, an extraction team set to go. What the fuck? When did this happen? This is the end of the episode. No! And like, and like uh, Matthias had like a bandage on his throat. Oh, I only caught the... Maybe I was just fixating on the bandage. So that was when the director tortured... So the director yeah, tortured maybe... Matthias and knew that he could handle it. And... How do you get the shank hooks out of your throat? You have to do like, you do like a... They might have had to do a tra I'm guessing they had to do a tracheotomy because yeah. like he had a bandage on his throat like on the outside of his throat. It's yeah. not like they they must have. How do you induce someone? And you to know, swallow? you you know that you know that the director enjoyed that. Like Yeah. He he this guy's been threatening him for the entire season. Mm-hmm. Well he kinda of gave him a little threat at the end there. He's like he's like, I'm sorry about the thing. He's like, I've gone through worse, and so will you. Yeah, and then he put his hand, like, behind him, and I'm like, is he going to break his neck right now? Is he going to break his neck? Yeah, like, snap. Mm-hmm. You know, because as he's saying that, he reaches around behind him. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah, so Cooper, uh, you know, trouble. Trouble in but Cooper he's got dice. Tom Keen going for him. Here's the matchup. Here's the matchup that that really forget Tom Keen versus wrestler. I refuse because it's like well because it's like brothers fighting, right? Mm-hmm. Tom Keen versus Matthias Solomon. Yeah. Well, can Matthias fight? Well, he did like yeah, knock down that lady. Matthias, he did knock down that lady really well. I kind of feel like Matthias, now that I think about it, he's the master, he's a strategist and a cheap shot guy. I'm sure he can hold his own, but that's not a strong suit. His strong suit is like his sadism yeah. and his like, and like his, his, his brains. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. <clears throat> Although I was impressed with his ability to hold a baby and then smack down the mother without making the baby cry. Yeah. You know, it's tough. Not that I could speak from experience. Yeah, Levi, is that I tough? Just, is that it's really tough. No, I, I, I know it's hard to keep a, a baby happy while you're doing other things. Well, That's... You're, you're keeping your pimp hands strong. Yeah. Oh, I don't I'm not I don't want to even want to joke about it. Okay. It's like I'm not even proud of that joke. Not even. Um So yeah, I mean this was a really good episode. Um, action packed. It was action packed. Um, I knew that Nevada. So we had so that I little change. We had the, that little another th little switcheroo where they're like sitting, where Tom and uh, Liz are sitting in one restaurant with red wallpaper, while Solomon's in Wing Yi. You know, that is one of my. It's one of my favorite cinematic tricks. Those are so. It's so tricky. Like they're like. Allow oh, me. What's... Allow me to list two of my favorites. Go. Silence of the Lambs. When the FBI comes, yes, and raid, they're they're raiding this one house, but it's the wrong house. And, but you have the switcheroo because you have um, uh, Clarice um, uh, ringing the doorbell on the on on Buffalo Bill. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorites. So that's the that's the um, that's the iconic one. The other one is probably a reference only you and I and a select few people who like. Um, like you know, B B level action movies will get, but in Payback, <clears throat> remember in Payback when they torture Mel Gibson's character, and he gives them an address, and then they cut to the address of the the his his former girlfriend slash high class prostitute who's with their hostage. But it turns out he gave them the wrong address. But you think that the whole time... Yeah, go, I can't remember it very well. So they well. have her sitting in the room with the hostage. And and they go up the door and they knock on the door and they go in. And it wasn't the room she was in. It was the room that that had all the bombs in it. And then he called and, and the bombs exploded. I forgot about that one, but yeah. 
That's also a good one. Classic. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, 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 I counted on you, uh, you of all people, to know what I was talking I'm about. I'm sorry, I used to have that on VHS. I think it's available, it's at least available on Canadian Netflix. Okay. Prepare to root for the bad guy was the byline on the poster, I think. Oh, that was a, that was a fun movie. Yeah, with the cigarette, light the cigarette, drop it on flame. Drop the, dro- another classic movie trope. Drop the lighter yep. on the trail of gasoline. Yep. Or like the, he's like trying to beat up that guy with the nose ring or whatever, get some answers out of him, and they're like, they'll, 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 they'll kill me. I'm right here. Think about me. What'll I do? Some kind of thing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's okay. So then another thing that happened in this episode is something that I like that happens in movies is where your guy on in chair tied up. Whisper, whisper, yeah. whisper, 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 whisper. What's that? Leaning close. That I was. I know. saw that coming. I was like, Tom, don't you fucking do it. Thank that you. Should have better. And he laughed. He knew. He yeah. knew. Yeah. He knew he fell for the oldest trick in the book. He's like, oh. He's probably done that like ten times. Yeah. The oldest trick... Oh, trick me into eating fruit? That's the oldest trick in the book. You know what he... Get it? But then he... You, Get it? Oh, it is the oldest trick in capital... The capital book. book. Yeah, trick me into eating um, fruit. You know what? It, but but uh, but he, he managed to destroy a... Uh, you know, a metal stool over over Karakirk for that one. Yeah. It's good of him to put down cardboard first, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> how about the um, Karakirk trying to kill himself with soy-based soap? That's pretty ingenious. That is pretty ingenious. Also, how can you possibly survive being allergic to soy? It's in everything. <clears throat> it's tough. You know, do you remember when Natalie couldn't especially have... Especially if um, you're, like... If, well, I'm sorry, I'm to interrupt. But, like, especially if you're a guy who's, like, an international, like, fugitive. And, like, you're, like, hiding out. And you're, like, okay, I gotta get something to eat. Anything. Is there soy in this? Yeah. You can't steal a pie that's cooling on a windowsill. No, because, because every, like, soy oil is one of the less expensive oils. Mm-hmm. So it's in a lot of stuff. Um, Plus, Natalie, these days, I read that... There's a scandal, and Italy's really trying to, like, get to the bottom of this because um, a lot of extra virgin olive oil isn't really extra virgin, and it's, been, it's like, supplemented with, like, canola and other types of oils. Really? Well, this is a late thing, and, like, Italy's like, there's what oil the fuck? Yeah, yeah, there's oil dumping, yeah. Um, so, uh, and they we didn't say have... I, The article I read didn't say which brands it was, so... We were not able to have soy for a while because Astrid had a real sensitivity to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was when she was breastfeeding, so Natalie couldn't eat it. Mm-hmm. And when she can't eat it, Levi can't eat it. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to buy. Like, it's probably. That period was probably the healthiest we've ever eaten because we didn't buy. We couldn't have dairy and couldn't have soy. And so most processed foods were out. Mm. So we did a, I did a lot of cooking from scratch and you just have to like everything has soy in it go with the get some seitan some, some seitan yeah some wheat gluten wheat gluten mm. i love the wheat gluten the um i once had a uh, jerusalem steak sandwich what's uh, that jerusalem che- jerusalem cheese steak sandwich it was a vegan uh sandwich it was really good was it a gluten sandwich yeah yeah yeah, was, gluten is the yeah. People make um, gluten is like a meat substitute. Well, it's a protein. It's a fucking protein. It's a protein. Um, so and nothing you, wrong with it, unless unless you, unless have, you celiac. have celiac disease, or if or if you subscribe to the um, or autism, eat whatever you want, thing. Thing. or eat whatever I'm the a, fuck you want. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like gluten a lot. Do you know that when we were kids, mom used to add extra gluten to the bread. Oh really? Like you can buy gluten and you add it. Well, because gluten is what gluten is the protein that gives the elasticity that makes bread like makes bread bread. Like well, when you need it, you're stretching the glutens. Well, dudes, dudes, Levi, plural, dudes. Um, when you ha- have you ever had you've had Italian beef sandwiches, hot Italian beef from Chicago? Have you? Yeah, I think so. Probably. Okay, if you think you have, you probably haven't. 
but um okay so tell me about fine, fine tell me about it okay so it originated from um back in it, so it's not really an italian sandwich it's a it's italian immigrants in chicago would be working at the meat factories whatever and they'd be getting like all the shitty husks of shit beef yeah yeah and so they would cook it forever to uh make it tender stuff. break it down yeah but um anyways that's that's where this italian beef sandwich so they take jardinera and uh this like cooked beef cooked in broth and they fucking you put it on this bread you put it on this like hoagie bun but the, the bun is made with a lot of extra gluten so that it can hold together when you just because you're pouring gravy on that shit doesn't too disintegrate. yeah 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 in in, in in some places you can get it in other places but in chicago um those things still fucking fall apart because they're so fucking soaking wet of juice I love I love culinary traditions that involve cooking like n- the not nice cuts. Yeah. Like for instance, like you know, the, you got like typical like the pork butt and the brisket. Like the barbecue like standards are are like the the cuts of meat that aren't really like considered the. Yeah. You know, if you're making a steak, you don't ask for a brisket steak. Yeah. What was I um. Looking up the other day when someone was like, dude, okay, this guy I know who's like a sous chef at some fucking fancy fucking place, and he was making some dish, and I looked it up, and it's like originally originated being a peasant dish in Italy or some shit, you know? Yeah, a lot of the stuff, like, yeah. There's a, the, the, probably the hardest restaurant to get into in Edmonton is like Italian, Italian, like, uh, countryside peasant fare. Hmm. No. Like, it's, like, the place to go. You have to, like, get reservations a month in advance and all that jazz. Speaking of groceries, when I went to Target and I asked the guy if they had pureed peaches and he had to go to them check in the back, and they didn't, I also was had a hankering for a BLT. Guess who doesn't have... And I was at a super Target. No tomatoes. They had cherry tomatoes. What? No tomatoes. It's absurd. Super my ass. Yeah. Yeah, more like pooper. Is this the one on Midvale? Uh, no, it's the one on uh, PD. Uh, by, off of, by, uh... Yes. I used to work out at the Gold's Gym next to that. Yeah, that that's, the, that's the one. That's the one. Yep. Yeah. By this, there's a Steve's, Steve's Wine there. Yep. Best best liquor store in in uh, in the greater Madison area. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, maybe with the except, well, okay. You could go to Woodman's has a better selection of actual liquors, but yeah, um, Woodman's. Is good. But if you want, if you're for wines and, and uh, for wines, wines and like and like import beers. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly, I'll I'll say I haven't been to Woodman's or not for a very long time. Yeah. But like hard to find beers. Steve's was but good wo- for that. But Woodman's will have all the locally made distilled spirits as well. Yeah. In fact, all I know is that Steve's at Steve's I've gotten Tusker, which is Kenyan beer, which isn't like depends where you are or where you shop, but it's not always easy to find. And I've got I've I've gotten um, uh, Arak, which is like a Lebanese Middle Eastern drink. It's kind of like Uzo. Okay, but like the like it's not a you know, like, it's not, like, the kind of popular drink you'd find. Like, it, I'm pretty sure the bottle was pretty dusty when I bought it. Okay. But at Woodman's, you can get Tab. You can get what? Tab. You know, the sugar-free like soda, soda that Coca-Cola put out in response to Diet Right. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it's still, they, they still make it. Yes, and they I looked it up. They only make it in, in 12-ounce cans, 12-packs. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep. It's a special, it's a very specialized. And I brunch. looked up all the places you can get it in town, and you can only get it at Woodman's. So. Nice. So, you know, and we're employee owned, says the Woodman's people. Yeah. I met Phil Woodman one time when I was at Woodman's. Did I tell you this? Really? Yeah, yeah. Did you ask? Did, did you ask him to like? I got a picture with him. You sell you? I got a really? picture with I, him. Yeah. I think he maybe. 
Now that you say that, I think I maybe saw that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was he was he was sitting there in the produce section talking to some supplier or some shit. He's like looking at this. He's like he's like he was inspecting the vegetables in his own store. That's something. Isn't Good that? for him. Yeah. And then yeah. later as I was leaving, um the place was like super busy. So I he was doing a register as I was leaving. Like he was ringing people up. That's, and talking that's to awesome. Them. Yeah. So so just for just for our listeners who aren't from Madison, Wisconsin, Woodman's is like a discount um, <clears throat> grocery store. Would They've you got a huge liquor a section. Discount grocery store. They don't take credit cards, but they do take debit cards and checks, which is weird. <laughs> Old school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like so it's you a, have to do a, a debit card or a check. It's like an affordable. Like did like an unfancy like, but they've got a great selection of everything. Um, I don't that's, like their floors. That, that, their floors are like brick, so when you're driving a shopping cart across, it's like clatter, 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 super loud. That that speaks to like the corporate culture. Like when he's the the owner is still like negotiating and looking at produce and and running a register. Yeah, that's no, something. he was super that was, nice. That's a success store. Like they have like. They have multiple stores. Yeah, too. there's a couple of them, and they're supposedly employee-owned. I don't know what that means. Um, kind of like how PDQ, the gas station, is employee-owned. I think, I don't know if that means it's like there's some profit sharing among they, people who have got tenure. Profit. Yeah, I think there's there, there must be profit sharing. But um, um, uh, what? You know, Matt, uh, not Hellbach, but uh, Matt um, Lind is the master at shopping at Woodman's. So if you ever want to go shopping at Woodman's, you give him your list in advance. And I've gone shopping with him, and it's crazy. He'll be there with both of his little girls who are both, like, running around grabbing at things. And he'll still, like, he's like this. He, like, he starts in the bread, and he knows exactly where everything is. And he doesn't, he doesn't retrace his steps at all. He's got the route mapped up. Like, he knows where everything is. Like, one time, I had him help me Christmas shop. He's like, okay, let's sit down. He took out a piece of paper. He's like, what do you want to get it for everyone? And I said, he's like, okay, here we go. We went into Target. Boom, boom, boom. 15 minutes done. It was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you been, Have you been to his house? He's super organized. You know what? I got a... Uh, I was at his... I was at his house when they were moving, so... So their house was like half moved out. He has label makers on his clothes, and it's like, <laughs> like label makers on his, all his drawers, and like his clothes are separated like U uh, UW t-shirts, regular t-shirts, workout t-shirts, like that. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like regular socks, like and everything's labeled. Um, you you go in his bathroom and you open the thing, it's like toothpaste, shaving stuff, like. You can see what it is, but he labels it. And then I go, this, like, a couple of weeks ago, it was a Halloween party at his place. I went into his little girl's uh, toy room. He had the Duplo box blocks labeled, like, green Duplo blocks, or yellow. They all, no. they were all separated by color in different drawers, Levi. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and he, but he gets really sensitive when I make fun of him about it. <laughs> Podcasting about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, his his grocery lists are super organized too. Anyways, yeah, he's 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 an organized fellow. Um, there's only like. The only store where I can do that with that kind of precision is with Costco because I know my route at Costco. Mm. Anywhere else, I'm like looping back and. You have Costco up there, right? Yeah, and Costco layouts are usually pretty standard, and it's easy to like. The store is organized in a big circle, so it's pretty easy to like. I need to get. I need to get a. I, I had a membership for one year. Mom and Dad gave me a membership for my birthday one year. And I kind of assumed it's... they would re-up it every year for me for my, for my birthday, and they didn't. Rude. Yeah, they, they only did it for the one year for us, too, and yeah. then we we it. Um, yeah, I don't, it's, it's hard, it's a, it's, you gotta, 
you gotta make it worthwhile, especially if you're a single guy, and maybe get a like a. Do you well, have I a bought freezer? all my booze there, and like, like um. Oh yeah, I forgot Costco. Like, hum- like, like humidifiers and like coffee makers, hair dryers, all your half of my work clothes is from Costco because like they always have a couple different kinds of I dress am wearing, pants. These pajama pants are uh not uh Nautica, you know the fancy. Nautica. Got them at Costco. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. The pajama yeah. pants I'm wearing. These very same pajama pants. Very pajama pants. You can get like TVs and stuff, and uh, or, and a beginner's first act guitar. We've um, we've we've replaced our tires at Costco many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and what Costco will pay their employees a fair wage. Yes, and if you blow if you blow out your tire, um. They warranty it, and you can replace it for just the cost of the, you know, prorated amount of time you've driven on it. Okay. Even if you blow out four tires in two years because you drive in a pothole-ridden city. Yeah. And maybe are a bad driver. Yeah. Not that I'm speaking from experience. Not that you're speaking from experience. I gotta say not, that. Not that I'm the kind of guy that cruises down a pothole-ridden street at uh, excessive speeds with low-profile tires and children and then, wonders, and then wonders why I get flat tires so I gotta tell you we've been discussing okay it's been about an hour or so mm-hmm um, these peach chunks are a little rubbery now yeah I've noticed the the uh, the Prosecco is clear now you see how oh I bet they'll be delicious though no I'm chewing a couple of them they're rubbery a little rubbery Mm-hmm. Unusual because I've had a lot of peach chunks in the little snack containers. Oh, and... they're good on its own, but like, maybe this what? isn't good prosecco. Maybe I should stop buying. You know cheap what? Shit. Though, the, but the, look the, at this. Look at what kind it is. Fancy pants prosecco. Yeah. You know, the the thing about the the thing is, um, it's fancy I've pants never... brand. <laughs> it's not. It's not a. Uh, I. I've never heard um, Prosecco judged on its ability to maintain peach tenderness, though. Uh, okay. It's never been, like... That's not one of the qualities? That's not one of, like... Yeah, that's... I don't think that's on, like, the 100-point, like, scoring sta- scale for wines. Yeah. Um, I did see some Prosecco at the store that was 89 But it was, like, $12, and this was, like, $11? Like, <laughs> I'm not spending an extra dollar for a rated wine. Well, first of all, I was like, I'm gonna be mixing it with. Well, I bought, I put them in my cart when before I started looking for peach puree. So I assumed I would find peach puree. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not buying a fancy kind of prosecco when. Yeah, uh, you you don't need a fancy prosecco for mixing. Yeah. Um, you don't fancy anything for mixing, in my opinion. No, not really. My opinion, which is correct. Always. Hang on a tick. Okay. Okay. So, any last thoughts? We have no emails. We've got no last thoughts. Just one of the better episodes of the season. I read... Nay, the series. <laughs> <laughs> I still think the first episode. The first episode ever? Yeah. The first Yeah, scene... I mean... First scene of the first episode. Yeah, yeah, of course. Naturally. Yeah, so shut up about it. No. Yeah. But I, that's why I said one of. Okay. All anyway. Right. Um, well, this has been nice. Thanks for listening to us, guys. Yes. Um, send us an email, yorkbrothers at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts. Send us your thoughts about episodes. We record this typically on Sunday nights. It is Monday right now yeah. for this recording because yesterday Nate, was... Nate had a birthday. Yesterday was my birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. That's right. Yes, it is. So. Um, so, yes. Uh, Bjork Brothers presents... The Blacklist. Blacklist. Thanks. Thanks.
the day. Son of Mother Russia, hero of Ukraine, dreaming of his girlfriend, calling out her name. Masha! Found, going kinda crazy, jumping like a clown. Lunatic and poet, prince of yellow stars, making love to Venus, talking shit to Mars. Masha, Masha, Masha. Masha, 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 you're driving me insane. Masha, 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 I'm calling out your name. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.